This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Picture this. It's a beautiful summer afternoon. The sun cuts through the leaves of a tree above you as you settle into a lawn chair with a cold beverage. And you get to listen to this smooth, slightly psychedelic jazz performed live. Well, good news. You can make this fantasy come true this Sunday at Palmer Square Park on the northwest side. We're listening to the Chicago jazz group Birdsong. And if you think you recognize the tune, I bet you're a deadhead. Because yes, Birdsong is a jazz Grateful Dead cover band. They're on the lineup this Sunday for Live on Logan, which is a free weekly concert series. And joining us in the studio to talk about Live on Logan is organizer and jazz lover Sergio Castro. Welcome, Sergio. Good to see you. Also here, birdsong band leader and accomplished saxophonist Pat Malinger. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for inviting us. Before we get to Live on Logan, Pat, tell me about this this band Birdsong. You got to be a huge Grateful Dead fan. Yeah, yeah, a long time for thirty years. Yeah, and so how do you how do you do that? How do you turn Grateful Dead work into into jazz? Uh, I I began like in the nineteen ninety four my first release actually I put uh, a couple uh, Dead covers on it uh, as I was inspired by Jerry and the band and I, li- I liked what they were doing um, uh, melodically and a lot of things that uh, attracted me. I, I I like the compositions and mm-hmm. and certain aspects of the band uh, I thought could be translated into jazz quite well. Yeah, I mean jazz has that improvisational component to it, right? True. So does that work well then with the the Grateful Dead's classic jam band style? Yeah, I think it works great. And I, I always when I went to actually go hear the the band a number of times uh in the early 90s and, and such uh I was I was always thinking they should have horns, you know, because <laughs> yeah. it's really uh, a lot of there's a lot of orchestra aspects of of that music, and and now they're they're doing it <laughs> actually. Bob Weir and them are Wolf Brothers, and they're they're experimenting with all sorts of uh, instruments and orchestras and arrangements of that. So, but I was yeah uh, doing it early, uh, and I was hearing that um, in in my early days. The, the bird song uh, came came to. Uh, Life about three years ago, I guess we started streaming. Oh, nice! And so, uh, um, I I, mean, I was doing it with Sabretooth as well. We were at the Green Mill for twenty seven years. Wow! Um, every Sunday, every Sunday morning, but Saturday night. Wow, that's a long um, stretch. Yeah, we from midnight to five a.m. Uh, was our band Sabretooth. So we, we were playing around with that a little bit, the the Grateful Dead stuff, and we put an album out. Sabretooth plays Dead. And um, so uh, since we're not back at the Green Mill anymore, uh, that kind of launched Birdsong in, in that vein right. to uh, play around with uh, those compositions. Cool. But the di- difference is, though, is that uh, i now hiring, uh, uh, hiring, but playing with uh, the uh, Grateful Dead community as, as opposed to before it was like making jazz guys play yeah. dead stuff. Yeah, for <laughs> and, sure. And, and this is a little bit different. Yeah, now I got some... Um, people who are really, uh, they live the music. And, and, so cool. And, and, and this one we're talking about next this uh, coming Sunday, we have the great Dan Trudell, who's an awesome organist. He's a yeah. Hammond B3 organist. Well, let's get some of the backstory on live on Logan, Sergio. I'm so curious. Yeah, uh, it basically started, um, you know, during the pandemic. And um, 
you know, my wife and I love music and we love going to see bands and, and it was uh, basically a stab in the heart when everything sort of uh, stopped. Yeah. And, uh, and so uh, another reason being is that, uh, you know, everybody was, I wouldn't say everybody, but, you know, there was a, a call for saving the stages, but, you know, nobody was talking about saving the musicians. You know, mm-hmm. the, these are guys like Pat and, and, uh, and, you know, of the likes that all of a sudden, you know, their professional career came to a stop. And so, um, I was inspired by a guy named Danny Bauer. He was doing it in old town. And so I decided to kind of build a stage in the front of my house on Logan Boulevard and, uh, just sort of had a stage and yeah. started announcing it and people started coming. I mean, yeah, this, I don't want to skip over that. This yeah. started in your front yard. It did. Yes. <laughs> why did it move to Palmer square park? Uh, well, um, it moved over, uh, on two fronts. One, uh, a neighbor started complaining and, you know, <laughs> of course, <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. Which is okay. You know, we worked it out and, uh, you know, I, I preemptively called, uh, you know, the alderman and they were saying, Hey, listen, you know, um, uh, we back whatever you're doing, but if a neighbor calls, you know, you got to stop. And so with that, uh, the Palmer Square Advisory Council, uh, reached out to me and asked if they can do it, uh, if we, if I can bring it over to Palmer Square Park. And so it's been there for, uh, now running three years. Wow. That is, that is a long time. Well, I want to hear some more music. So here's Ronan from the Chicago group, the Jay Davis Trio. Sergio, tell us a little bit about the Jay Davis Trio. When, when are they performing for Live on Logan? Um, they are performing. Yeah, put me on the spot here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I think they're in August. Uh, August. They're in a few weeks. Yeah, August 27th. They're well, well, tell us more about them. Yeah. Uh, well, Jay Davis Trio, I used to follow back in the late 90s, early aughts. Uh, they played around clubs and. I thought they were just one of those bands that should have been famous, you know. And so uh, I kept following them. And then uh, when we were doing Live on Logan, um, Chris Green uh, actually plays saxophone in a band. And I didn't realize that. And then he asked, you know, if Jay Jay Davis Trio can play. And I said, oh, yeah, I remember those guys. (laughs) Absolutely. So so they've played, I think, almost every year um, uh, for this. And they're... Of course, playing this uh, this August. So, and uh, yeah, and they're great. Yeah, uh, you know, and and Pat, you have been around Chicago's jazz community as we talked about. It's been nearly two decades, right? I mean, what sets an outdoor concert like the one that that Sergio is hosting in Palmer Square apart? You think from something like the jazz showcase at the Green Mill? I think there's the community aspect of it. Um, and it's was rooted in Logan Square, so you've got a lot of neighbors coming out and and families coming out, yeah. kids playing on climbing trees, and 
Um, it's just a, a beautiful setting, especially where it is now, Palmer Square Park, which really opens a lot of possibility, a lot of space for people uh, and, and volume of people, too. It can really accommodate a lot of people. Um, and so I, I think, um, and yeah, just the neighborhood feel of it. And then the Logan Square Market, uh, Farmer's Market is mm-hmm. is just um, 10 minutes a walking distance uh, north of that. So people can kind of come from the Farmer's Market and discover it sounds like a great time it's a real fun time yeah yeah you're listening to reset i'm sasha ann simons and we've been talking to sergio castro who's organizer of live on logan a weekly concert series that's free to the public and it's hosted in palmer square we've also been talking to pat mallinger who's a saxophonist and member of the jazz group birdsong you can catch his group perform this sunday from 2 to 4 p.m in palmer square park thank you so much for coming in 1 p.m rather yeah appreciate you coming in thanks guys (laughs) All right, no problem. Thank you. When we do is up to you, we've got itinerary. All right, now we will turn to another community organized event that's just around the corner Avram Farm Party. Spencer Tweedy is a Chicago drummer who's played in countless bands with local talent, Elizabeth Moen and Liam Kazar, to name a few. And a co-organizer for this independently organized music festival. Spencer, thanks so much for stopping by. Thank you. Good to see you. So we're listening right now to Vivi Lightbody, who's a, a local artist who's going to be performing at Avron Farm Party. Uh, and it's just fantastic. <laughs> Let's start there. Yeah. Give us a rundown of the other acts, though, that you have on the list. Well, this is the first year we're inviting uh, somebody from far outside the Chicago community. Our headliner is Katie Kirby a really great, relatively new artist. And we also have uh, Macy Stewart. We have the Chicago rock band Rat Boys, nice. who have a great new record coming out produced by Chris Walla from Death Cab for Cutie, and Squirrel Flower, and a whole host of um, close to 20 other local Chicago artists. How Take us back. How did the Avram Farm Party come to be? Well, um the farm that the festival is on is the family farm of my co-organizer, Hayden Holbert. Oh, okay. His grandfather, Lester, was a painter and a sculptor, and he bought the farm in the 1950s not to produce food, but rather as a painting and sculpture studio. Oh. And it rubbed off on Hayden as we were growing up playing in bands together in Chicago, the notion of running a farm. I think Hayden might have just been born wanting to be a farmer because he would be reading books about raising chickens when we were like waiting to play shows at age 12. Oh my goodness. Stuff like that. Um, but anyway, when Hayden uh, became an adult, he turned the farm into a working produce and livestock farm, pasture-based um, livestock. And he invited me to um, book music as part of basically a promotional event for the farm and all of the regenerative agricultural things that mm. he was doing then. Yeah, and I hear attendees... Uh, they can camp out, and you're you're providing meals too, right? Yeah, yeah. That's such a different vibe than the usual festival. It is, yeah. The um, rather than, I mean, with no disrespect to the traditional food fair at other festivals, all of the food that people eat on uh, the farm is produced on the farm and from a variety of growers in the region who are all you know share the same ethos as Abram Farm. Um, so it's really, really delicious food, and um, and it's produced by the community. You think this this sort of hospitality does build a, a sense of community? I think so. I mean, every year we have the same experience of you know um, 
this anxiety <laughs> and uncertainty leading up to producing an event. Um, and then um, almost immediately after doors open, find uh, remember why it's all worth it because we see people people come up to us and tell it or tell us that it's like their favorite place to be or their favorite moment of the summer. Yeah. Well, uh, I saw on your website that Abram Farm Party will have craft and, and gardening workshops too. Tell us a bit about that. Um, Hayden's mom is an avid gardener, and um, we also have members of our extended, you know, friend and friend and family network who do paper making workshops and uh, arts activities with kids. Um, we have a really we have a photographer who actually produces silver gelatin prints on site. Um, uh, if people choose to do that, and they compose and. He uses his, you know, 100-year-old camera on them. So it's wow. there's a lot, variety of things like that. Well, here's a, another track from a local band. This is the new single, The Window, from Rat Boys. Let's listen. a lot of music interviews now since being in Chicago a little over two years and I've I've realized that the music scene here is is so close mm-hmm. a lot of people know each other I mean does this weekend feel like one massive camping trip with your friends kind of I mean the our festival is modeled after um, a you know a self-produced friends and family only festival that a close friend of ours runs also in Wisconsin but even things like pitchfork music festival which is next weekend even that, which is obviously of a much larger scale, shares, I think, what you're describing about Chicago, yeah. where it feels like... That closeness. That closeness. And, um, you know, it's, that, too, is produced by musicians and produced by people who are in the arts community, um, you know, putting taking on a different role. Yeah. And it's the fifth anniversary coming up for, for this fest. Are you yeah. doing anything fun to celebrate? Um, expanding to, you know, a national act like Katie Kirby as our headliner is, um, the main thing we're doing to celebrate, but, um, uh, not really. We're just looking to keep the train going and, and continue to, uh, you know, make it sustainable and improve every aspect of it. Before I let you go, where can folks get tickets? Um, people can find tickets at avramfarmparty.com, which is A-V-R-O-M farmparty.com. That's Spencer Tweedy, co-organizer for Avram Farm Party, an independent music fest located in Green Lake, Wisconsin. Tickets are on sale now, and the fest will be taking place in early August. Thank you so much for coming in, Spencer. Thank you. Let's go out on another track from a band who's on Avram's lineup. This is Waiting for the Moon by Family Junket.
Keep you here forever. 